0: hello
1: hello welcome back to talking shit with a yank and a brit we're here again coming at your ear holes
0: with some more shit talking (laughs) Mind blowing shit talking. Oh yeah, we're gonna bring you up. We're gonna
1: bring you down. We're gonna spin you all around. Zigzag
0: ah, (laughs) is that the next lyric? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that classic Spice Girls Mm -hmm. song, Mm -hmm. which is actually about podcasting. I think.
1: Uh, Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, it was the first, uh, (laughs) the first documented.
0: Yeah, They don't get attributed for that though, sadly.
1: No, uh, it's quite sad.
0: How are you? I'm very well. Very well, yes. Um... <laughs> are you very
1: well? Very well, yeah. I mean, have got nothing else to add, but I've had a, I've had a lovely Good. weekend and um, had a really big sleep on Friday night, so I feel quite rejuvenated. <laughs> that is I wake amazing. up at 11 o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh my god! When was no. the last time you did that? When you Fuck weren't like knows. ill or something? Yeah,
1: when I was like I don't know,
0: seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> good for
1: you. Yeah, I clearly needed it. It's the first I... time I've woken up in ages where I actually felt rejuvenated and refreshed. I was like, uh, oh
0: my god. A bird comes in and lands yeah. on your finger, and you're like, "Ha!" Ah.
1: There was a deer outside the window. Yeah. Good morning, tree. Gemma. <laughs> oh, good morning,
0: That's what happens dear. <laughs> when you get enough sleep. You become a Disney princess. So yeah. <laughs> good for you, though. I don't think i I need it, and it will never happen for me. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you could do with some sleep.
0: I was up at four a.m. for always no reason. Up I know, but I like. There, I should have been sleeping because we went to bed late. Had been drinking, like all. Th- the things that would suggest that I probably at least sleep past seven, but no, four <laughs> a.m. Yeah, good times. That's not
1: good. It's not good. Maybe you should get some. What is
0: it? The melatonin tablets, girl. I have those. Oh, <laughs> I didn't take. I didn't take any yesterday, but yeah. Do they help? I think they do. I think what they do though is they like help me get to sleep, but I don't know how much it's like a stay asleep thing. Uh, um, but. but- you know, I get, I apparently get enough sleep so that I, well, I guess this is debatable, but I haven't lost my mind yet, so. <laughs> yet, being the opposite yet. word. <laughs> yeah, slowly disintegrating, but not yet. I still function generally. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're functioning. What have you been doing with
1: yourself? You went to Beyonce, didn't you, you little bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did. Why are you telling people? Yeah, Sorry. I did. Um I had a surprise visit from a friend and had an opportunity to go see Beyonce from another friend and we did and then we also just drank a lot and ate a lot and hung out with people and generally had fun, so.
1: Sounds really fun. I'm not jealous at all that you went to see Queen B. I
0: I wished you were here the whole time. <laughs> Good. I hope For what it's worth. <laughs> She put on a good show, though. I mean, like... Yeah, I bet she fucking did. Taylor Swift was good, I think I said, but Beyoncé was good. Phenomenal. <laughs> yes, there we go. I don't mm. have access to that part of my brain today with the other words for good. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for filling that one in for me. <laughs> it's all right. You're quite well. That's all I'm going to do this episode is just fill in the words that you can't find. <laughs> or just maybe translate whatever Gibberish nonsense I nonsense say. I yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um but I I mean it was a, I've been really busy with work so I it was nice to kind of just intentionally have some downtime and not yeah. do work because I could have mm. I could have just did that all weekend so good I'm glad you got some time to
1: unwind and you know see old friends reminisce and yep play sports play <laughs> sports and you know <laughs> go to a a fun little concert Just with little someone one. who I all the kids say is really good all the kids do say she's really good mm. I've never seen like a, a video of her like a, she, I, I've never seen her hit a bum note
0: and no, she's I don't doing think she can. like
1: all this fucking dancing
0: and shit no. for anyone
1: who can't see this <laughs> really dancing
0: <laughs> okay to describe it um one might think that Gemma was having a stroke <laughs> or a fit, the way her body was moving, but it was also very cool and, like, yeah. on trend for dancing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think seizures are the new robots. <laughs> <laughs> robots? What a dated reference.
0: <laughs> Who does the robot? I don't know that one. Is you that just like robot? the... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. yeah Oh. Literally. Okay. Maybe I do. I guess I never really thought about what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my brain. <laughs> oh. Dear. Um. I just. I said once that I really think it would be funny for like a big group of people to like go to like a dance club. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself laugh just visualizing this. <laughs> like. A, a, like. Probably twenty people. And we all go to this dance club where probably there's lots of dancing and people who are good dancers and we just stand in the middle of the floor and dance like this. (laughs) (laughs) All of us. That's all we do. Just very like lean back and limp. i don't know why i don't know why i think that'd okay. be fun
1: <laughs> i'm gonna need to describe this for people listening <laughs> so she's got her arms by her side leaning back I'm just <laughs> shaking her shoulders from side to side like a salmon
0: <laughs> oh, yeah we're doing that we gotta do that yay <laughs> <laughs> our backs are gonna hurt <laughs> but i'm glad you're in
1: (laughs) oh mate that was funny
0: because i just think it'd be really confusing for everybody but also the harmless we're not hurting anyone we're just trying to dance (laughs) to it's
1: a shame you didn't tell us that before wedding season last year we could have
0: rocked that out we could have we could have like did a choreographed number (laughs) (laughs) yeah Damn it. Missed opportunity. It didn't even occur to me until, like, a couple of weeks ago.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a new thought. That's fine, then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Other than that, though, I mean, good week where I'm alive, you're alive. We're here talking shit about stuff from your ear hole to your heart hole. Mm. <laughs> What? I was the wrong time to drink? I just—I
1: heard heart hole, and it made me. Yeah. Made me think of a vagina. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why.
0: <laughs> okay, two things. That's actually really excellent segue into what we're talking about today. But two is that because, like, the fastest way to a woman's heart is through her vagina. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I just meant we're touching our listeners' heart holes, but now I don't mean that because of what you think that means.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's close to an asshole, I guess, which is also close (laughs) to
0: literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is taking a funny turn already.
0: Yeah, I mean, since we're gonna be—I mean, I brought it up—segue about vaginas. What do you got for me? Well, <laughs> this week I'm going to really f- shake things up.
1: And I'm going to start. Put your thing
0: down, flip it and reverse it. <laughs>
1: that. So I was looking for Am I the Arseholes for this week's episode, offs. Um And I came across this one, which has subsequently been removed by Reddit, which is very annoying. Gasp. But it led me down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, the am I the arsehole was, my boyfriend got me pregnant. I want to have an abortion, but he's adamant that I don't. Am I the arsehole? It was essentially two, I believe it was like two 18-year-olds. They'd got drunk, mm-hmm. had babies, sex without a condom. She'd even taken the morning after pill mm-hmm. afterwards, but that didn't work. And a few weeks later, I found out she was pregnant. She wanted to get an abortion, and he was like, no. You need to have the baby because I you said. have to, because <laughs> I said so. Oh um, they had a big argument about it, and she was like, look, I don't want a baby. I'm really fucking young. I've got my whole life ahead of me. I'm going to get rid of it. And he was like, no, you need to have the baby, and I'll raise it. Um, ended okay. up not, not speaking to her, and just leaving. Ridiculous. He so. seems ready
0: to have a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well i guess my, my my reaction is not an asshole right no, no, <laughs> okay usually the, the asshole on that one yeah
1: i'm just gonna undo my bra because oh good control. idea oh
0: fuck that's better let those puppies breathe <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so weird <laughs> today i'm so sorry <laughs> i love it
1: Okay, so in the comments of said, Am I the arsehole?
0: Gemma's not topless right now. I just want to (laughs) say, I feel like now I left that open for interpretation. (laughs) We're just, you know, part of the podcast is we just don't wear tops when we do this. We just show each other our tits. That's all we do. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go on, the comments. (laughs) So
1: someone posted in the comments, um, This reminds me of the guy who forced his girlfriend to have a baby. And now she wants nothing to do with it. Someone popped the link in below. Good old Reddit. Here we go. Prepare yourself for this shit. He wants legal advice. So this is going to be good for you. Okay. Okay. um, i got a girl pregnant and she wants to get an abortion. Wanted to get an abortion rather, but I didn't want that. She ended up not getting one, but now she's not involved at all. We weren't in a serious relationship when she got pregnant, when she got pregnant. Um, She has never met her son. Even after the birth, she had no desire to see him. We went to court to figure custody and support out. And I have 100% full legal and physical custody. Her name is on Mm -hmm. the birth certificate, but she has no custody and no right to visitation or to make things like medical or educational decisions. She didn't want any of that. Mm-hmm. every month she pays 125% of the court ordered child support and she says that if i ever marry someone who wants to adopt him she will agree but until then she'll pay support it's been this way since our son was born i'm now raising my son all on my own he's 18 months old and he has never met her and i don't even have any photos of her even i am burned out and hate being a single parent i love my son but i resent him my family tries to help when they can but i uh, but I do it most of the time. I would never hurt or neglect him, but I'm exhausted all the time. I tried to go to court to give her split custody, because, she, but because she wanted an abortion and I didn't. And she made it clear she would never be involved after the birth. And because we went to court when he was six months old, and because we went already after he was born and agreed on things, and that she now pays more support than the court ordered, the judge said that he can't force her to look after him. I haven't seen her in almost a year, and the last I heard, she's had a tummy tuck and laser stretch marks treatment and is working at a gym. She also told her friends and family that she's an egg donor and not a mother. She's a deadbeat mum, and the court won't do anything, and is forcing me to struggle as a single parent. Do I have any legal remedies here?
0: That last comment <laughs> sent Shockwave through my skin. Yes, I can only assume that's, like, the rage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. Mate. Mate.
1: She wanted a fucking abortion. Mm -hmm. You told her not to.
0: I mean, the fact that she actually didn't still is so incredible to me because... But she's like, all right, here you go. Which, good for you. Yeah. (laughs) So I have had to say this in my line of work and some of the people I work with. Mm -hmm. Because there have been times where it's not quite you would expect where maybe one parent is like, I don't, you would expect them. I don't want them to see. They don't get any time, whatever. I've had a few where it's like, I just want them to have, like, take their kid and, like, be a parent. And I'm like, we can't force people to be parents, unfortunately.
1: Because
0: mm. <laughs> if we could, things would look a lot different, I think. Yeah. So I'm sorry that you have this person, whether it's because you didn't know him that well or you did and things changed. Who doesn't want to be a parent? And, like, that is kind of what it is. But mm-hmm. his, his audacity... <laughs> To call her a deadbeat mom when she did everything she needed to, she communicated clearly, agreed to have the baby, basically was like, here you go. I basically acted as your surrogate. Now I'm done here. Mm -hmm. Like the one thing that I was expecting is maybe that she kind of was like, I voluntarily terminate my rights, but at least she's doing a fucking responsible thing and contributing financially to this child that she didn't want, which is not often seen Mm -hmm. both i think stereotypically and in reality in my line of work and i think we you know we hear those things about people i don't want to gender anything so i'm just going to say people but she actually is taking more responsibility than what was even required of her Mm -hmm. and he calls her a deadbeat and he's like i'm tired (laughs) where, oh.
1: where? <laughs> Sorry, did you not consider what looking after a child would be like before making this decision? Like, come on now.
0: I think he did not think that she would actually no. do all of the things she did.
1: I think he thought she would have the baby and her mummy instincts would kick in. Mm-hmm. And she Mm -hmm. would change her mind and be like, no, I want to raise the baby too.
0: And I'll do all of the work. Don't you worry. Yeah. You can be fun dad or whatever the relationship is or was at the time. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. Because I bet his experiences, whether it was talking to his father or if he had male friends who had kids and he thought it was going to be real easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. I think she's a. A good mom, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. You know,
1: she was clear with her terms. She's paying more child support than the court ordered. Um, yep.
0: And she knows, like, I have no business. I'm, I'm inserting some perspective here that we don't have. But my guess is I have no business being a mother. Yep. I will not be a good mother if I were to actually have to mother this child. And I don't want to. And so what would be best for this child and me is, well, to get an abortion at first, but okay, if I'm going to have this kid, this child needs someone who wants him. Yeah. And now, lo and behold,
1: he resents it.
0: I resent my 18-month, who who I exclusively, I mean, he wrote it. I forced her to have a baby, right? Mm. Or maybe he didn't write it. Someone described it that way. But like... It It is your fault, dude, that your baby is there. He yeah. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Nope. <laughs> it's your fault.
1: You made that decision. You agreed to it. Exclusively. <laughs> you went to court and got full custody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah.
1: So that wasn't I mean, specifically an Am I the Arsehole. It was on the legal advice,
0: thread. Well, I guess the answer to that is no, you don't. You don't have anything unless you want to give your baby up for adoption because you realize also you suck and that baby probably deserves better than you, too. Mm. I think that's so. probably the best option.
1: This was seven years ago as well, so I wonder.
0: I wonder how that kid's doing. Yeah. Kid.
1: So, on that note, <laughs> I thought we could delve into abortion laws because. As some people may be aware, some people may not be, um, there's some pretty fucked up abortion laws happening in the old U.S. of A.
0: One way to put it, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you remember, like, I think I was actually s- literally standing in front of you when I saw what happened With the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. I think it was like – and I – I don't know if you remember, but I was – like I felt sorrow a little bit. (laughs) Like I was very distraught. Defeated. Yeah. And and even though it wasn't a surprise, I guess, but I just had had like maybe this modicum of hope that even though the opinion had gotten leaked in part months earlier – So just like still this modicum of hope that maybe, just maybe, (laughs) it won't happen.
1: So for people that don't know, explain like I'm five what the Roe versus Wade was, why it was overturned.
0: Okay. And this is, I probably could have benefited from doing a little bit of a refresher more specifically about that court case because there's, it's more nuanced than just like abortion. You know, right? Um, in the way like constitutional law works and state states making rules and stuff like that are laws and then people trying to challenge them. But Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade is a United States Supreme Court case um, that basically decided that they're through the right to privacy. It's not like I have a right to an abortion. That's not what we're saying. But through using the right to privacy which has been used in other kind of major cases um, that kind of involve more human-y stuff like interracial marriage and uh, LGBTQ's ability, you mm-hmm. know, the people in those yeah. community, their ability to get married. Um, but basically that women have the right to privacy to like in making choices about their body, which includes terminating pregnancy. Right. Um, I don't remember what year that was. Let me, if I can look it up real quick. Um, 1973. So I think that kind of nutshell that might not be fully accurate is like a woman wanted an abortion, couldn't get it, sued, made its way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court did some wordsmithing and looking at all of these kind of inalienable rights that are listed. We've used the right to privacy before. Why couldn't we extend it to women? So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And basically it's also saying like you just can't put – states can't put unreasonable restrictions on it or outright ban it. And so that's why we've seen a whole bunch of cases, like challenges to abortion laws after because they're like, oh, okay, well, we can't ban it, but we can do it. You can't get it after two weeks or you have to have like a waiting period and you have to see all of this literature that's going to make you feel bad about getting it, you know, or, (laughs) you know, just a lot of states who've tried to kind of circumvent that rule and they'd be like that's too restrictive that's fine that could like a little bit more that could be too restrictive and so then with the current case that was um addressing it which I honestly because of how you think I'd even know what it was based on how much it was in the news but I don't remember what the name of the case was that most recently they used the supreme court justices used to say that you know, states can do what they want in terms of
1: right, restricting okay. abortion.
0: Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So it's not so much that there's been, like, they basically said no abortions, like, abortion's illegal. They just basically said states have the right, including making it abortions illegal in the states, you know? And so then you have, like, these states that you would think would be the ones, like Texas, who are like, yep, no – No one can, and not only that, we can criminalize it. And so, and then we have the states who are a little bit more liberal that are like, we're going to try to make women's health, reproductive health, uh, you know, care very easy and accessible for people. So then there's these concerns that people are going to start traveling to those states. And then other states are trying to criminalize people who do that or people who help people do that. Oh my God. And it's becoming very handmaid's tale in some ways. Like Nebraska, where I lived for a period, recently convicted a woman of like her helping her daughter get an abortion. And Facebook gave them the evidence they needed. No to do way. that. Yep. I don't know all the facts, once again, but that is the gist. They basically Facebook the turned fuck? over a whole bunch of messages and stuff. That basically was the evidence they needed to convict this woman and her daughter. Oh my God. And so has she gone to prison or? I don't know what the sentence was. It could be, I mean, she probably had some jail time, but yeah, I don't know.
1: Oh, it makes me so angry. Like, I mean, it's still, I'm I'm sure it's still illegal in Northern Ireland over here. Let me just check.
0: I was also reading, while you're looking, I was reading about a woman who had a miscarriage, kind of late term. And she was in a state that basically sent the government to her door to be like, did you really have a miscarriage? We would like to look into whether or not you actually had a miscarriage or if something else happened. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. On so many levels.
0: Yep. (sighs) If I, because it was someone who worked probably like for health and human services, which is very much the field that I've kind of been in, in different ways. And if I was working for health and human services and they're like, guess what? Your job now is to do this. I'd be like, fuck you and quit. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can only imagine that probably the people who do that job probably are super into it. But I also just, when I was reading the title, I was like, was this person like t- a year ago, like trying to help people and then all of a sudden they're not? And how, how are they still doing their job? But then I was like, oh, yeah. they probably hired that person.
1: <laughs> Fuck mine. Okay. So now abortion in Northern Ireland was decriminalized three years ago, Oh, but commissioned abortion services are still not established. So it's no longer illegal, but you still can't get one.
0: And if you do, it could Island. be like unsafe or,
1: yeah. Of, like, so this was the thing: yeah. is people were either getting, you know, what do you call it, like
0: back alley abortions, back
1: alley abortions, or mm-hmm. traveling mm-hmm. to England or Scotland, I guess, or Wales, the UK, um, to get them. Um, I just, it's not your body; you don't get to decide. What hap- I understand not allowing abortions after a certain period. Like once it's, but again, that's a very difficult argument to have because we don't know when like a child becomes conscious or brain activity, st- or I guess we know when brain activity starts, but you don't get to decide what I'm going to do with my fucking body. Like it's not your uterus. Fuck off.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's excess, you have, you have access to abortion and, and services like that where you're at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And do you know how long that's been the case?
1: No. I mean, as long as I've been around.
0: It's never been a concern for you anyway.
1: No. I mean, I knew someone in school who, who got an abortion, um, and it. It wasn't any an easy process, but it was a case of yeah. going to the doctors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: finding out you're pregnant, and then saying I want an abortion, getting referred to the clinic, yep. getting it done. You know.
0: Yep. I think the thing that I struggle with, well, it's multiple things actually. Um, one being that, like, no one's talking about the other person involved in this equation, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm not getting pregnant unless someone helps me on that endeavor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no one is like talking about men, you know, and the contributions they play in that and like the states that don't even want to do exceptions for like rape and incest Mm -hmm. and like risk to the mother. And it's like because at some point like I matter less than the the not yet born fully formed person or the other person who's going to be on the hook for co-parenting with me and paying and all of that once I have this kid that I don't want. So, and then like the fact that it's men who are making these decisions about Mm -hmm. women too. um, And then doing a really poor job, making accessible things that would also address people, you know, not getting pregnant um, like birth control and stuff like that. Like all the shit about like whether insurance covers it, you have to have prescription for it. Like some of the changes that um, the current, president has done I think is make it so like certain contraception can be available over the counter and Walgreens one of the pharmacies here I I think it was a plan B pill I'm pretty sure like you Mm -hmm. you you can just get it and like you can get other things now and it's and and I think that's good because that's the other thing is like I I had many privileges and like one of them is if I needed it, it it wouldn't be too expensive for me to just go buy that, you know. But it's yeah. it was like 50, 60, 70 bucks behind. Oh, really? Like a lock and key thing and so like the shame of having to ask for it. Yeah. And then like could you even afford it and stuff like that. Mm. Um so it yes, it's really upsetting, but going back to what you said about like you know, we know understand maybe limiting it at a certain point because of what we're talking about like well that child could survive if it were born at that point, you yeah. know. Um but then there's also a lot of double standard and like talking outside the sides of your mouth, where we talk about on one hand it's a person, and we're kind of say it's like this. This baby is considered a person for purposes of like their life, but then I can't because the baby's not born yet. I can't sue them for child support to pay for things because baby's not born yet, and exactly. it, it doesn't. And like insurance covers the mother's stuff but once that baby is born then it becomes a separate individual and only at that point do we like Mm. bifurcate them and it's just it's there's so much inconsistency and i know there's a lot of other examples too that i just am not coming up with off the top of my head but it's like is it a person or not for one yep and why does this person who has not come into existence yet even though we're Mm. acknowledging it's a person or
1: contributed to anything in the world yet
0: basically get a say over yeah, me.
1: more rights than me.
0: Yeah. Wow. Infuriating. Then, of course, feeling this way means that we love abortions, right? And yeah. hate babies. <laughs> and that is not the case at all. And I think there's people out there who truly believe, like, well, I don't want people using abortions as, like, a form of birth control.
1: No one's doing no that. No one is going to do that no one does that it's not an easy procedure it's not an easy thing to go through regardless of how far along you are yeah no one wants to do that
0: (laughs) no no one's doing that fully insane I know and it's like also then the other responses and so what if they are how does that impact you because yeah. again, it's like when people talk about other rights of other people, that literally has no bearing on their own rights, but somehow yeah. it's very important. <laughs> Sorry, how is this affecting your life?
1: Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? The only life it's going to change is mine. And I'm the only person that is not allowed to make a decision on it. Yep. Unbelievable. Oh, okay. So actually, it would seem that abortion remains a criminal offense in Great Britain, under the Offences Against the Persons Act, 1861. But there was an abortion act brought in in 1967, which permits abortion on the grounds of risk to the life of the pregnant woman, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: preventing grave permanent injury to her physical or mental health, Mm
0: -hmm. risk
1: of injury to physical or mental health of the pregnant woman or any existing children of the family up to a term of 24 weeks of gestation, I hate that word, Okay. um, or substantial risk that if the child were born, they would suffer from such physical or mental abnormalities to be considered as seriously handicapped.
0: Okay, so there's like enough gray area there that you could say, and I'm sure it's probably not this easy, but basically like my mental, emotional well-being would be impacted if I were to have this kid. Yeah. Okay. Basically.
1: So, yeah, you could pretty much say, I don't want this kid. It's going to ruin my life.
0: And yeah. that's enough. It's going to ruin my life. And also, I might ruin this kid's life. And then exactly. it'll just be a, a, an ongoing cycle of life ruining. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, there's like a serious population problem in this world. Like,
0: yeah.
1: we don't need to be bringing every fucking baby that, or every cell that begins to grow in a woman's uterus into the world. There's just no need for it. Um But the people I just feel like the most sorry for are like, yeah, like rape victims. Um, yep. Imagine going through that ordeal and then being forced to have that child. Like that is possibly one of the worst things I can think of.
0: Imagine being forced to have that child. And then like, we don't need to speculate on why or why someone would do that, but deciding to keep it right. You know, it's not the baby's fault, whatever, maybe like whatever. And then having that, your rapist basically say like, I want parenting time. I want to make decisions Mm -hmm. and like you, and there are some laws out there that like in some states that kind of don't let that happen. But if it's not, like if there's not a police report and it's really clear cut, which as we know, sexual assault is hardly ever that, Mm -hmm. um, like you don't really get to decide and then all of a sudden you have to co-parent and send your kid off to your rapist every other weekend and one night a week and make decisions about school and attend conferences with them. (sighs) That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It really is fucked up. really fucked up. Um... Isn't it as isn't there one
1: state where they're trying to make abortion punishable by death?
0: Yeah, I think we taught uh yeah, I think North Carolina or some one of those kind of like east southern states that was like something someone was proposing. So we're so
1: pro-life that you can't get an abortion. So what we're gonna do is kill you if you do that. So then this baby won't have a mother. Um mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> you're not good enough to live. But the baby is without. I think that's
0: already been established. (laughs) We're not good enough for really anything. (laughs)
1: God, that's
0: mental. I think the other thing that sucks about it's the Supreme Court case is the Dobbs case too. By the way, um, is that it really opened the door for those other things that they use the same kind of argument and right for? So, gay marriage, Mm -hmm. um, probably. Argu- arguably, the interracial marriage, which is, stems from Loving and re- Loving versus Virginia, so it's just like, oh, okay, like just gonna walk back all of those things, and then like our health insurance, like, is the our health insurance company is able to like decide they don't want to provide contraception either, and so like I then. I guess I don't get that or I have to pay out of pocket for it because like you're literally forcing me to basically become a stay at home mom, I guess is what Yeah. the, the, the hope is. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I don't know about you, uh... but like I've been on birth control for a lot of my life mm-hmm. and Sorry. it's not just designed to, you know, Limit pregnancy, ideally prevented, but you know it's like ninety nine point nine percent effective, right? Yep. Uh, it's also helps with health issues or regulating some of our cycles and hormones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thankfully, as far as I know, don't have some of those kind of like reproductive health conditions like PCOS and endometriosis, which is really painful. Yeah, and sometimes you need and or getting pregnant while having those is bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, it serves a purpose more than just that. And I just think it it's not just about abortion, I guess, from my perspective. It's about a whole bunch no. of other things, too. Mm. And I worry about what that means for some of those other things, like my well, it access just seems to reproductive health so and stuff. have spent so many
1: years, you know, getting to this point where people are understanding and have more liberal views on not just abortion but as you say you know interracial marriages and gay marriage and you know trans rights everything like that and just one fell swoop it's like they've stepped back 30 years in time
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it does feel like that but it's
1: also really concerning that people still have those views do you know what I mean I just didn't even consider that I guess America's a much bigger country and there's a lot of, there's still a lot of twats in the world, here and there. Yeah. But it felt like it also sort of opened up, it like allowed people to start being misogynistic and homophobic Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it really fucking opened a door, didn't
0: it? I think that was happening. In other ways before that, but like one thing that I think followed with that was like the politicians who were really pro life and in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. Like people are doxing them and talking about their history and like, oh, she had an abortion. And oh, he had a mistress who had an abortion. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you all are hypocrites and you saw a need and no judgment there if you for whatever reason you needed it or whatever reason your person needed it for mm. because like I think probably for most people it's a very hard decision that they have to make mm-hmm. that they don't take lightly but it's just like they act as if they're so above it and would never even dream of it yet yeah. then here we are like oh yeah, I had an abortion when I was, you know, whatever because I I don't know. And it's so upsetting because it's just also like I see women who have vocalized things that are so against their own interest, you know? Like why yeah. do you hate yourself? Yeah. So much. And
1: just why do you have no um no empathy and no you've been through that already. Why how are you not comparing the lives of other women or other people to the experience you went through i just i cannot wrap my head around it
0: no me neither it's upsetting i think that we never try to target the like what is the issue here right we want Mm. we we like people have these pregnancies that for whatever reason they don't want or can't have and then the other side of the argument is that's a life and all life's valuable and we'll set aside, like, probably some of the things we can say about that, right? Yeah. no one's saying okay. all life is invaluable. But if that's the root cause, then what can be done so we don't have to get to that point anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what needs to be done? Is it
1: better sex ed?
0: Better sex ed or more access to things and, like, just better understanding about bodies? Because one thing – and this is aside from an abortion debate, I think that we're doing – kids a disservice by not not only having better sexual education in school, but talking about what happens after you fucking have a baby and like, yeah, like conflict resolution and going to court for your kid because like so many people have kids and then spend like the entire rest of that kid's childhood fighting and like battling. And it's just people probably need to know more about what it looks like before they get into that situation and part of that is um you know also talking about like wrap your tool <laughs> stay in school <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> stay in school wrap your tool that's what katherine says Ooh. oh
0: <laughs> perfect that's our <laughs> new slogan new slogan mm-hmm.
1: yeah i agree um
0: what was sex education like for you in school Did you have it?
1: We had it. I remember having it in primary school, which is quite young.
0: Like, so you were a baby?
1: Uh, (laughs) No, not kindergarten. So (laughs) what you would call, uh, what's after kindergarten there?
0: So it's basically kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth.
1: There's so many.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like kindergarten through like, it depends on the school, but maybe like third or fourth grade is elementary. And then middle school is like maybe fourth, fifth, sixth. And then seventh and eighth is junior high. It's still middle school, but it's also <laughs> called junior high because okay. <laughs> it's right before high school, right? Okay. And then usually 14, depending on when you're born, you could be a little bit younger or older. 14 to 18, you're in freshman, sophomore, junior, senior high school.
1: Okay. So we just have preschool, which is before you go to school. <laughs> 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 and then primary school starts, I think, age four or five. And goes okay. until yeah. you're 10, 11.
0: So you don't have like separate classes per se or levels like I just described. You're just kind of in that school until you're done?
1: Yeah. I mean, we when you're in the school... You're only with your year group your age group. Okay.
0: So how do you describe years? Like you say I'm year
1: Year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. So six,
0: year maybe seven, that's nine. kind of the first, second, third fourth. Yeah.
1: Okay. We just don't
0: call it year that. We just say I'm in first grade. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were maybe like year five? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I guess which Could be like 9, 10, 11-ish? Yeah, that probably sounds
1: about right, yeah. Okay. Um, It was a very embarrassing experience. (laughs) Why? Um, (laughs) Just because there were boys in the class, and it was really embarrassing. And I think, like, a lot of the girls and boys obviously hadn't reached puberty then. Mm -hmm. So you're not even aware of sexuality or Mm -hmm. anything like that at that age. So the whole concept of... You know, a willy. Um, is that, is that
0: how, this is a willy? <laughs> is this that is how a it's willy. conveyed
1: to you guys? <laughs> this is a mini. Yep. Um, to make a baby, one has to go just and mash and, and together. Um, mash and smash. <laughs> no, that's not what they taught us. Yes it
0: was. <laughs> mash and Ooh, smash. Have I been doing it wrong all these years? <laughs> well, you haven't gotten pregnant, so True, exactly. there's that. <laughs>
1: Um to be honest I don't it was so long ago I don't really remember
0: what Do you was feel like they, as you got older though there was you wish you knew some things Yeah I guess so
1: but you sort of learned through friends mm-hmm. and to be honest TV shows really yeah. was the big one when we were teenagers um I remember they obviously told us what sex was, how it works and that it results in a baby and that you should use a condom to not get a baby. And then mm-hmm. I think they showed us, um, like part of a porno. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. That's, that's what they showed us. <laughs> no, like a, <laughs> a birthing video. Ugh. <laughs> so I think maybe that's what's put me off. Just, just. A woman in absolute agony.
0: I mean, I guess scaring is one way to do Mm. it.
1: (laughs) And I think actually we had a little bit more in in secondary school as well, but it was more like science based. It was in like biology, so it was talking about class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's yours like?
0: Sounds pretty similar, except for a few key things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One being they kind of started having the the pre-talk when we, maybe primary school around the same age. I think I was in fifth grade. So I would have been like nine or 10, but they Mm. separated us. So the girls were in one room and the boys were in another room. I think we were separated actually as well, yeah. Well, good. But we don't know what they taught the boys and I think that's part (laughs) of the issue. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was very basic stuff. I don't even know if it was really like it was more about our bodies, right? So, like, you're going to have a period soon and you're going to have to wear a bra soon and hair and, like, your body's going to go through these changes, right? Mm. So, like, probably embarrassing in its own right, too, because yep. it's like, what do you mean? I'm like, ew,
1: and, I don't want that. I don't want boobies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think probably even some of the girls in my class were already, like, maybe they had their periods at that point, mm-hmm. which is probably why they choose that age. Yeah. You might be early, but some are hitting that so, mm. and some were wearing bras. And I remember the boys always snapping those girls' bras. And one time, like, someone try- tried to do me, and I didn't need a bra and I didn't have one. And then, like, I was the weirdo. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I'm not the only one. She's like, the only one who has a bra, but stop doing that because that's kind of gross and feels a little bit sexual harassment y. But yeah. you know, I wasn't a 36 year old in a 11 year old's body so <laughs> and then I think like health class junior high like when we we're just about getting ready to go into high school it was together that's where we learned a little bit more about like reproduction and stuff mm-hmm. but not that it was probably like a one class it was yeah. discussed and then like mm-hmm. the gym teacher handed out a bunch of razors and deodorant and like maybe Oof. a box was like some tampons and it was like all right kids this is what you need to Carry on with your life. Yep, be an adult, I guess. Um, and I mean, thankfully, I had, you know, parents, I guess, who could answer questions if need did. But I feel like I probably didn't ask. But I do feel mm. like I didn't really have a good sense about like when I when it was time for me to start menstruating, <laughs> like what what does that mean? What should I plan for? And mm-hmm. like all of that. And now, of course, being an adult. I know a lot about it, but no one's still talking about, like, you know, diva cups and tampons and what's better. And I'm yeah. st- still, I was actually having a conversation with my friend because I was like, I'm honestly a little freaked out by these. And she's like, no, I love them, you know? And so yeah. I was just like, okay, maybe I should explore that. But I just like, it's because and no also one ever talks about just to me. like what yeah.
1: to expect. Yeah. Like you yeah. get told you're going to have a period, but they don't yeah. tell you the different variables. And like what can happen to some people might not happen to other people. Some people have a very short period. Some people have a very long period. Some are heavy flows. Some are not. Mm -hmm. Like, and I remember I had my first period and then I didn't have another one again for two years. Lucky. Well, yeah, at the time it was. (laughs) And I, I remember feeling like something was really wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and I,
0: I don't. Even, I, so all your friends were like, "No, mine comes when yeah, it's supposed to." <laughs> that's it.
1: And I, I don't even think I even spoke to anyone because I was embarrassed about it, and
0: yeah, you know, just lived
1: in fear for two years that I was abnormal and something was terribly wrong with me.
0: You were regressing in puberty. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was like Benjamin Button.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, there needs to be definitely more of a conversation about it, and even it's only been in recent years that I've even learned that things are dramatically different for women. I've only had my experience and to be honest, I've not really sat down and had an in-depth conversation with any of my friends about what their periods are like. It's only because I've taken it upon myself to educate myself about it, or I've seen a a program about it Mm -hmm. on telly or something like that that you're like, Oh, fucking hell. People have different experiences.
0: Like, I feel like this is because it's something we're taught to be ashamed of. Yeah. And that is how they can also get away with, I think, the other things that we were talking about too with like our body. Like we, like we're born, we're women, literally no control over those things, right? And Mm -hmm. everything about what makes us this particular thing is like shamed. We're, We're supposed to be ashamed of it. We're supposed to be discreet about it. And like, it's just not. Proper or like appropriate to discuss, and we also are so we we don't get to make decisions about it.
1: No, that's it.
0: I hate it here. Come <laughs> over here. Okay, I'm on my way.
1: I mean, it's not Bye. much better, but you are allowed an abortion, <laughs> so. and you'll get right. it free on the NHS most probably. Nice.
0: So. Well, and that's I was going to actually. I was curious about this too um, because my experiences, again, because I didn't want to talk to my parents about it. We had planned parenthood. I was able to actually go get birth control Mm. when I needed to um, rather than have to like just do without it or have that like what I was worried about a conversation like with my mom would be. Mm. And like I could do that. And that's the other thing is that people who think Planned Parenthood only provides abortions no they do so much more than that too like help me never have to get to the point of needing one exactly prevention yeah come on but no one in school told me about that I think like thankfully it's just just, something
1: you learn yeah
0: I had friends who also Mm. like had to do it you know um and that that was a place you could go and do that at. And it was like, it just, there was, and it also was really embarrassing to go there because there's protesters there all the time. And oh, really? you felt like you're doing something wrong when you're just trying to take care of yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that would have been awful because it was embarrassing
1: going anyway at that age. Mm-hmm. I used to think, oh my God, everyone must think I've got an STI, but actually I'm just here to get the pill. <laughs> so you guys at- have like
0: special clinics that you could yes. go to and like deal with it?
1: That's it. So we had a, they called it a family planning clinic. Right,
0: but we know Which is
1: annoying. Is, like, I'm not yeah, here yeah. to plan family, but whatever. But yeah, it was like a sexual health yeah. clinic where you like, could you know, get the eye yeah. <laughs> but even then, it's a really funny experience. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but you'd go in and and they, you know, do your blood pressure, weigh you and all that, you know, take your, your basics and your vitals mm-hmm. and all that. Then you'd sit down with a nurse and they'd have a conversation and they'd ask really, you know, personal questions. So when was the last time you had sex? How regularly are you having sex? Are you in a relationship now? And it'd feel really, you know, and is there any chance you could be pregnant now? I'd be like, no. And they'd be like,
0: are you sure? (laughs) Are you really sure? (laughs) Because we're going to make you pee in this, too, so. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, just, t- like, just I'm do pretty you want to take sure. the test then? <laughs> like, yeah, if you really want to know, I'll
1: do a fucking test. But it felt really, like, judgy. And I'm sure it wasn't like that everywhere. It's probably just those specific nurses that mm-hmm. were a little older and probably a bit more judgy.
0: And they maybe make some assumptions because they feel like they've seen it all. And yeah, I know that. And we get like a certain type of person here. And it's like, what? I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I could be wrong or I'm not wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. And also, like, I wouldn't lie about that because I'm here. To exactly. deal with this stuff. So yeah. if I if I thought I might be, I'd probably just say so. <laughs> exactly. I'd probably be here to get a test in the first place. <laughs> yeah. It. So that's, I think that's the other thing too. And just as a, a white woman, I haven't had to deal with this. But like doctors are horrible to women of color. And there's like huge disparities in the medical system. Like more women of color die giving birth. Like that shouldn't happen. <laughs> no. What the fuck? And so, like, you don't even want to put yourself in that position anyways because that nurse is going to be like, mm, well, I think you probably need to be some have some uh, STD testing too and are you on drugs and, hmm, you know, mm. just make me feel like shit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. And it's,
1: it seems to be like a thing women are less listened to. And men, when they go to the doctors, because Mm -hmm. of our periods and our menstrual cycles, they just attribute Mm -hmm. everything to that.
0: Oh, you're on your period again. I guess that's why you're being such a bee. Oh,
1: it's (laughs) probably that. Like, you're probably just hormonal at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But like for us, you kind of, when you first go to a a sexual health or family planning clinic or your GP, um, they kind of just tend to put everyone on the same pill. And obviously it doesn't suit everyone and there are so many different types now and there's, you know, even more different forms of contraception like the coil or the implant or the injection. Mm -hmm. And unless you do your own research, that doesn't seem to be given to you as an option. Um, And luckily I did my own research and found out about the implant which I got, but there was one time where, so I'd had two implants that were absolutely fine had no side effects whatsoever it's brilliant they shove it in your arm for three years you're sorted Mm -hmm. um I went and got it changed for the third time and they said oh by the way it's it's now being made by a different company
0: yeah it's called something else it's the same though no it's not (laughs) It's,
1: it's called you know something else but it's actually exactly the same product and I was like okay fine not a problem popped it in and within like a week, I was getting the worst side effects. My so God. getting, I was getting like hot flushes. Oh my God. Um, oh, you just went into early menopause. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, like sickness, nausea. So like oh. every day I felt really sick. I even threw up a couple of times. I was like, mm. oh my God, am I pregnant? <laughs> um, and like weird, like, like I like the sun, but I could not sit in the sun or in any heat because it made me feel fucking terrible. Okay. And I knew it was the implant. Yeah. Because I know the symptoms started as soon as that went in. I know my body. It wasn't mm-hmm. right. It wasn't anything I was eating or doing. Like, the only thing, that the only variable in this situation was this new well, implant. Uh, so I went was back to the doctors. Yeah. And I said, look, I want you to take this out. It's making me feel terrible. I can't deal with it. And they were like, well, it's complete- it's exactly the same as the last two you've had. I was like, yeah but it's It's not it's not I'm telling you it's not well you know I really don't want to leave you at risk of getting pregnant um
0: well now you're concerned about it yeah
1: (laughs) so what I think we should do instead is um we should run some different blood tests um check you for all STIs get you another smear make sure everything's okay down there before we consider taking it out I was like what (laughs) So, you want to spend more money
0: on this? This is actually like service. kind of the first thing that they should do. It's like the path of least resistance. Very easy to do. Yeah, just like, take it out, see if that makes a difference. Give me a bag of condoms or something else if you're yeah. really that worried about it. <laughs>
1: That's it. There are other forms of contraception that I could have used. Like, And it was just that, like not being believed. Yeah. Even though I knew full well that that. That's what it was and ended up having to go through these tests everything's fucking fine
0: you're like give me that scalpel i'll just do it myself yeah <laughs> i'll just
1: fucking take it out myself and you know luckily in the end i think it was after about six months the symptoms did calm down and i ended up leaving it in but
0: I shouldn't should be... have had to like, no, I shouldn't through have had that, to through that no no yeah i think i saw I know you sent me a video where it was a little bit of like, oh, it's a period then. Yeah, that's – we're pretty sure. Um, And then there was – I saw a tweet where it was like, don't let Google, like, trump my four years of medical school. And then the response is, don't let your four years of medical school trump my living with this, you know, issue my entire life. Or knowing – like, being the person who's coming and telling you what's wrong with myself. And I was like, that is – Really fair because I will not pretend to know, like when I go in and I'm, I'm describing my symptoms and stuff, that I know what's wrong with me and that there could be other things. But if I'm saying, or in your case, if you're saying it's the implant and I would like to see how I feel with it out, yeah. That that should be good enough. It's not like you are asking for drugs or some sort of like ridiculous procedure or anything. Like you almost would have had better luck just going, I want to get pregnant, so it's time for this baby to yeah. come out and like they would have been like great. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, that's really frustrating and I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah, it's crazy,
1: isn't it? Yeah. But then it's also mm-hmm. mad that we you know, I think I went on on the pill or on contraception when I was 16 and then had pretty much been on it, you know, my Whole adult life, yeah, until a couple of years ago, well, more than a couple of years ago, about six years ago, um, where I found myself not in a relationship. So I thought, great, I'm gonna come off contraception and see what my body feels like naturally
0: because I've, see who Gemma is, I've really. never <laughs> known
1: what that is. Yeah. But isn't that mad that I don't know? Damn. Didn't know what my natural flow was, how my natural hormones fluctuate. Mm -hmm. Like, turns out... Even
0: your personality. Fucking
1: horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hated it. (laughs) But there's also
1: studies as well that show you're attracted to different men when you're on contraception. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I didn't test that out, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's it's almost like i don't know i that is interesting i have same like generally been on since i was you know about that age and i'm very curious to like know what it's like to just not have that and what and i i there was a period of time where i like stopped because i was on the pill so it was very easy to just be like i just won't take it anymore yeah um skin freaked out and i was like nope (laughs) (laughs) turns out guess this was really helping my skin. Thought I just maybe didn't really have a zit problem, but maybe I do. Maybe I'm one giant zit if I'm not <laughs> on birth control. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't – did we talk – did you share that sent- statement about, like, being attracted to other people in a previous episode, or did we talk about it? Because I had that conversation with some friends of mine not too no, long ago, and, like, someone shared, you know, kind of like, yeah, I was, you know, on birth control, stopped, and then I thought, like, you know – the smells, I, I, I was smelling things I'd never smelled before and stuff like that. Like pheromones or like, well maybe, or just like whatever maybe was blocking or inhibiting something like it's not anymore. And now this particular scent I find really repulsive or something that maybe it didn't bother me as much or I didn't notice. Mm. And so I would be curious to know if like that, if I changed too, but I also look at like my slew of men (laughs) you absolute whore. yeah no i'm joking i'm i'm also joking. no i'm not actually no you're right uh, <laughs> i i feel like i have never really had a consistent type though so i don't i'm cur- maybe i only like one type of person <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> and it's you and mcgregor and that's it <laughs> uh, but birth control has allowed me to swallow my revulsion <laughs> <laughs> so For now who's not human you'll virus. just get with anyone <laughs> yep <laughs> big <horror>. <laughs> <Bet> <laughs> I'll see. uh um, well and i think I, we joke about that because i also think they're much like with the people who have some really concerning views about abortion it's also like the whole well i don't want you to be on birth control because i just don't want you to think you can go sleeping with everyone like i feel yeah. like yeah We can't do anything right. I know. But what if I need it? Because my period sucks really bad and I'm dry heaving and I just actually need a little bit of support in that regard.
1: And so (laughs) many women use birth, I take calling it birth control, but like contraception for those reasons. It's not because they're trying, not trying to get pregnant. It's because it's controlling what will normally be a terrible monthly experience for them.
0: (sighs) Yep. Yay! Well, that was I'm thinking about that guy's again saying "deadbeat mom" and how much rage I was filled with, and then every <laughs> everything that this was a talk shit day. I think <laughs> it was a talk shit day. We yeah. spoke some shit. Crazy. Well, well, I hope that our listeners either can um, um, relate to some of these experiences. You know, for all the. People who have periods out there and have experienced these things, I'm sure you probably can really relate to some of this. Maybe you can't. And, you know, for men, I hope this you maybe have some empathy, I guess, because it does suck. And the fact that, like, we have all this responsibility and have to pay all the pink tax for all these items and we also still don't get to decide about what happens with our body Mm -hmm. is really frustrating. Yeah,
1: and also use it as an opportunity to educate yourselves. Read into it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The amount Mm -hmm. of guys I've spoken to who are adults who didn't realize we had three separate holes. It's quite astounding.
0: (laughs) There's the heart hole and the butt hole. (laughs) Uh, Yep. That's what they are, men. You're welcome. (laughs) Today you
1: <laughs> learn something. So thank <laughs> us later. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Well, with that, shall if... we call it for a day? Yeah, <laughs> I think cool. we've talked enough shit about. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch and give us your opinions or your questions, your queries, whatever, stories, you stories,
0: anecdotes, anecdotes. Um. You know, recipes, secret recipes from your grandma for that jello casserole Gemma's really interested in trying. Yeah, mm, I love of that.
1: Casserole. <laughs> and
0: if you prefer diva cups or tampons, I'd like to hear more about that. <laughs> mm.
1: Tell us your preference on <laughs> <Yeah>. your sanitary <laughs> requirements. <laughs> um, then just get in touch with us on our various social media pages, which is um,
0: TSYB Pod. Or on our email? Nope, I updated the Twitter too to reflect that. So it's all consistent.
1: Oh, fantastic. Yes. YB pod, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And you could also email us at talk shit to nope. Sure. Talk shit to us. <laughs> right? What is
0: it? <laughs> what is our email? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is.
1: Talk shit with us or to
0: us? Well god damn it. Now I don't know. I'm 2nd oh, guessing myself.
1: It, it's talk shit to us at gmail.com. Okay. There we go. Thank just God. Had <laughs> <laughs> a mind bank then. Same. All right, cool. Well. Till next time. Till next time. Au
0: revoir. Ta ta.